Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another Call That Girl show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess. This is show number 92. If you want to check out my past shows and notes, you can go to callthatgirl.com and check out the podcast tab. I have a little tab at the top there. The new show will be always at the top, past shows underneath. My little website is coming along, you guys. This has been such a little fun project for me, and I'm finally, you know, uh, I'm finally getting to play with the website for once. If you've gone to the callthatgirl.biz website, it's pretty static. And, you know, everybody, all my clients compliment it, and they're like, oh, it's just so great. It's easy. I know what you do. You're, everything is above the fold, and it's just a great little, you know, website. So I've always been wanting to play around with new WordPress, new plugins, new fun stuff, but I just am really scared, actually, to touch the callthatgirl.biz site because it's just so full of SEO and such that um, I told you in the last show that I was like, you know, I'm going to do the callthatgirl.com since I got it back, and I get to play with it. So I created like a project for the website. I started with building the skeleton, which I know how to do that. I played around, I found my themes, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I created enough here at my level, now it's time to bring in a WordPress like person. And honestly, I just don't know where to go to go hire a WordPress person for break fix. It's, I, you know, everybody that you call wants to have a, a big contract, they wanna manage your website, and I'm like, I, I'm already like self-sufficient there, so I'm good with, I just need, what I need. So I went to this uh, website called Upwork and it's been recommended by other people. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm a pretty easy person to be honest with you. I, I, a guy, I put out the job, he applied, I looked at his credentials. I'm like, yeah, let's go for it, dude. He, he didn't have a lot on his resume yet. He was 12 bucks an hour and I, I just had simple stuff. I wanted, you know, some tabs put in. I wanted some extras i wanted this and that and and you know i'm i'm not finicky but i just wanted what i wanted i want the look i want and uh he quoted me five hours for the tabs we got it done then he was like look you got a lot of other problems i said tell me about it and then we worked on just piecemealing some little things out and i'm not 100 percent content with the site yet but it's it's getting there so I've been slowly like putting some blogs out and putting it out through social media and it's not, you know, it's, it's not ready for prime time yet, but I've been just leaking it, I guess, in little bits and pieces, trying to blend the two brands together, uh, with the website, uh, excuse me, maybe the opposite. I mean, blend the websites together with the same brand. So people really may not notice, but they probably will if they go, go to my sites enough, but so anyway, now that I got that guy done with, um, I'm working on design now. And I'm working with this company called Design Pickle. Now, Design Pickle is like an all-you-can-eat. You pay once a month and you pretty much, you know, should be able to get all your requests done. You know, I'm not going to say it's cheap. But, you know, after I looked at the value of it, I was like, well, let's try it. I got my first month for like 250 bucks, right? So I have a huge list and guess what? I love my graphics. So I'm going to really just crank out as many as I can in a month, see how it works. And then if there's a value for me to continue on with the service, 
I expect with what I do in social media, I will probably need, you know, of many blogs a week. I'm going to repurpose a lot of old blogs too. And I really want the blogs to have their own look. Like when you go out on social media and you see companies that do consistent branding with their social media pushes, they have a look, you know, well, I want my blogs to have one look and I'm just kind of a, I float around with looks all the time. So I was like, well, maybe I'll, uh, try something else. And you know, if I can get a one designer to work with me, that knows my style and can whip these out. It pays off because I can make my own graphics. But the thing is mine suck because I use paint and Microsoft word and I just can't get my head around Adobe to create my own, you know, my own graphics, which I should, but I've tried, I've had people try to train me. I just can't get it. So this isn't like Quark Express from the 1990s in college. You know, it was a lot easier then. So anyway, um, after the design pickle is done, then I'm going to go back to some fine tuning and start putting out more content. And, you know, I've kind of got my marketing plan going there. And then I can actually, I think, launch it and start actually doing what I really want to do is more blogging, videos, even this podcast, I'm going to try to turn it to a YouTube and put that on the website because everybody's doing videos now, you know, it's just not that podcast is dying, but the videos is where it is. And I think I'm going to try to, uh, I, you're going to laugh, but I actually bought a little iPhone tripod selfie stick and to encourage me to do more things while I'm doing my show instead of sitting behind my desk. And this little tripod thing is pretty kick butt. <laughs> I got to say, it has a remote control with the Bluetooth. So I can honestly be anywhere and just click the Bluetooth button. And it takes a picture with the, the, the wireless Bluetooth thing. I'm like, okay, so this is my kind of nerdery. And it's also pink. So it's cute as heck. I can stage it anywhere. And so I'm kind of excited to blend, like I was saying, Outlook, Office 365, SEO, marketing tips, all the stuff I'm doing and get it out to the new website. So this has been a real big project for me, but I got to say it's really been a lot of fun. So if you are a person that does not have a website, you know, oops, it, it can be fun if you have the right, you know, ideas in mind. And, uh, I'm not a website designer, but you know, I, I, I like creating this kind of stuff. So, um, and of course, you know, doing everything else that goes with the website, which is the blogging, SEO, day-to-day -day blogging, all the fun stuff. So if you want my help, feel free to check out the website, callthatgirl.com. It's still not in progress, so you're going to be able to check it out. But um, today, actually tonight, I'm going to be putting out a Black Friday special on the website, which so it'll be in the links for you guys tomorrow. Hopefully you'll get this by the 24th. And I am working with a whole slew of other entrepreneurs. Let me get the page up. It's myself with the Outlook training videos. Um, we have, oh boy, where'd that page go? What am I clowning around here? Uh, Channel Pro has put out a neat offering. Facebook ads for MSPs. It's 47 bucks. That's our Black Friday special. It's typically 497 uh, the computer business breakthrough, which I was a part of with Matthew Rodella. Um, that's $99 till the end of December. So you got a little extra hang time there. Uh, David Sims, who is the founder of HIPAA for MSPs. He's got $20 off his monthly pro membership. 
and Carl Palachek's new book. He's got a super killer combo for $49.99, his third book, the third edition. And then Textite Builder, Matthew Rodella's um, WordPress kind of, uh, you know, you buy in and everything's set up for you kind of deal. You just plug in your, you know, your content and your pictures and everything's, it's kind of like a managed service website for WordPress uh, program. That is 40% off the first year only annual plan and uh, Fab's auto backup 50% off. And I think he includes a year of MZ Soft. I think something like that. So anyway, this year, you guys, we got a pretty good set of uh, people. There's four other companies involved, but I'm not going to mention them here. You're going to have to find them through other social media outlets on newsletters. Okay. So anyway, check the show notes for that link and uh, try to grab up the deals and help support small business. Okay. Now, if anybody has any questions, I haven't asked for questions in a long time. Uh, send me some questions or just whatever you want. Um, I was watching a pod, uh, a YouTube show the other day and they were actually answering questions. And I'm like, well, maybe I should ask people to send in questions and I can, uh, answer them. So if you got any, email me Lisa at call that girl dot biz or Lisa at call that girl dot com for SEO and marketing. All right. Next week I have a podcast, which is also going to be on YouTube, uh, scheduled with Marvin B. If you are new to Marvin uh, and don't know who he is. He's one of my colleagues that lives down in Florida. I met Marvin when I lived down there three years ago. We met up at a, I don't know, we had a little meetup at a restaurant. And both of us do podcasting and both of us are technicians and we have a lot in common, but Marvin actually does more, I think, consulting and MSP work and uh, we're on break fix, but we still have a high interest in of course, AppRiver. We both work with AppRiver. And we both kind of do Office 365 in different manners. So our show next week is going to be kind of back and forth. And he's a reseller. I'm a partner. And it'll be a cool show. I had him on last year. But since, you know, last year, a ton has changed with a lot of things. So um, Marvin and I will just kind of do a recap and have fun. And, of course, it'll be unscripted because Marvin and I are podcasters. We don't need a script. <laughs> We're just going to probably talk, free talk for as long as we want. And it'll be a good show. Before I get on with the topic this week, that's, uh, I'm going to take a moment here to thank App River for being a sponsor of the show. Uh, with their sales and service, 24 hours a day. Their texts are based out of Florida. I'm going on my fifth year here, folks, this uh, spring of being with them as a, a partner. And I just got to tell you that it, it makes, it makes me very comfortable when I make a sale with a client to say, you know, look, I don't deal with Microsoft direct. I'm not a CSP. I'm a small business that, I mean, I'm great at what I do, but I definitely need to have backup because I have, you know, almost a couple hundred domains now on their system. And it's hard for a small business like me to sustain 24 by seven support with all the little things. And that's why I like being a partner with app river because I, Definitely tell the clients, you know, look, this is your vendor. Here's what they support. Here's what comes back to me. I'm your first level, like, you know, a technician or IT admin or whatever. And this, I think, helps the clients feel more comfortable when, when hiring a small company is because they're like, well, what happens if something happens to you? Well, let's say something bad does happen to me. Well, then they got AppRiver. And, you know, if something really bad happens to me, I'm sure AppRiver would be able to find them someone else. I mean, if something super bad happened, you know, got to 
knock on wood. Where's that wood here? Hold on. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, um, feel free to reach out to Steve Harris, S Harris at AppRiver.com. If you're looking to have a great partnership with, uh, a company that's going to be there for you and work with you. Okay. Now this week, I believe I've already talked about this, but there's just some new updates. So I'm going to recap the story. Um, the GoDaddy Office 365 is still becoming actually a worse issue for people. Okay. Now the worst part of it is, is that they bought Office 365. Think about it like in, in this level by the volume. Microsoft gave them a deal or something because they actually could create their own version of it, which is probably called, which I love saying the half baked version. You know, it's basically, well, we're going to give you 25% of its capabilities, maybe 50%, but we're not going to let you play with the pretty buttons, have administrative rights. There's, you know, you can't have the MFA security. You can't have a regular Office 365 login. You have to go through our website. You know, it's all these little things. And I did talk to GoDaddy and ask them why they have all that. And they said, well, basically we wanted to sell our product cheaper so clients then could get like a three-year deal. And the guy told me that and I'm like, I, I get it, but you guys really just cut everything out that the clients eventually might need. And he was like, yeah, that's how it is. So basically they didn't happen to tell the clients though, that we're selling you half-baked version. They just, I think what happened was when everybody was wanting to leave pop and IMAP, they were like, Hey, we'll just seamlessly migrate you to our new office 365. And you know, people are online with them going, yeah, sounds great. Let's just roll it all together. And you know, they get what they really need, the exchange and the software. Well, as you know, a lot of clients are diving into Office 365 a little deeper now. They're doing the SharePoint. They want the OneDrive. They're using as much as they can, Teams, Planner, Bookings, you know, and what they're finding with the GoDaddy version is they can't do some things like have administrative rights to add some applications on. That's Remember, I talked about this migration with that client a couple months ago. So anyway, you know, when the clients start getting to a point where they have to migrate off, this is what I'm going to talk about in the show here is this cutover help and, um, and what can happen if, if you're a client listening or you're a technician listening, it's the same goes for both is that you have to cut off your account with GoDaddy before you can migrate to the real office 365 with a CSP partner, which at River is a CSP partner, but Let's say, you know, you're, you, you're a technician already partnered with somebody else. This information is the same for everybody. You have to actually back up your own data with GoDaddy, which means you have to download everything either to local computers or use a cloud set like cloud system to migrate, like uh BitTitan, Skykick, whatever. You have to have a solution to hold all the data. Okay. So the email is really not a big deal because that, you know, most of us techs do, you know, migrations all the time and we're fine with that. But the, the biggest problem I'm finding is SharePoint. Now people for however long they've been with the office 365 GoDaddy plan have been building up the SharePoints. They got permissions and templates and add-ons and customizing and you know, they've got it really sealed down to how they like it, which took them a long time to get that customized. And unfortunately with the GoDaddy, it is just shut off. So the problem with the migration for the SharePoint is 
There's no easy solution to just, oh, let me go click a button, migrate my SharePoint site to another one. This is where you have to actually get a migration expert, okay? You don't have to get an expert. You can actually do it yourself, which is kind of the long way. You have to take all the notes of what sites have which permissions, and you have to go download all the data to your own folders on your computer. Uh, you know, it's like redoing it all, but at least here's what I tell people is at least the first time you did it, you had to figure it out. Now you can just copy paste it, but it's still a lot of work. Same with your OneDrive. Everything from the OneDrive has to be backed up locally. Everything from your notes and teams and all the other stuff you're doing, you have to take that offline because the only tool, the only thing, not tool, the only thing I know is to migrate is the email because that can sit in the cloud or, you know, whatever. But um, anyway, everything has to be off their account. Then it cuts off. You actually have to shut it off, close the account with GoDaddy, then go set it up on your new Office 365 with your CSP, AppRiver, etc., and then you have to go put all the data back in. Now, since I've been trying to manage all this, these uh, requests from folks, I did have a client that needed SharePoint migration, and you know I have to say that they were like, "Boy, this really is not good." I said, "I know. I'm gonna do my best." So I went out to the interwebs, and I went through um, a group I'm in, a tech group, and I actually put out a request to for somebody that does SharePoint migration work. And I found a company, um, so I'm just gonna leave this here. If you want a, a referral to this company, contact me directly, okay? Lisa, call that girl.biz. They priced it per site very affordably compared to other companies, but it really is just the basics of SharePoint. You can't like get all the customizing and all, or you can get the customizing to a degree. But let's say you've got a serious SharePoint site set up, that would be an extra cost. But for like clients who have basic stuff, you know, like uh, a few sites and, you know, just some permissions and little things, that's going to be a hassle. It's $130 a site. So let's say you have a client that when they log into SharePoint, they only have one site. Well, that's it then, $130. Bucks. The, the, my referral company will, will migrate it all, set it up on the new, and you're done. So that's, that's, that's awesome because I was out there getting quotes and a lot of these SharePoint folks want a lot of money and I get it. They, they have a lot of experience and some of those people might be needed actually for the bigger ones, you know, so I'm not excluding them, but they're charging a hundred dollars a gig. So let's say you take on a new client and while you're doing the onboarding and let's say it's a GoDaddy crossover and you find out their SharePoint site's got a terabyte up there and 50 sites and it's a big tangled, you know, uh, customizing big deal, then you probably want to bring in a big, bigger company to do that. Honestly, if anybody has one terabyte up on SharePoint, I'd be super surprised, but let's just say they do. That's going to be an expensive migration, you know, but I always tell people to keep SharePoint low in a low minimum anyway. So anyway, um, so this migration, uh, you know, it's not going to be something that uh, I don't believe that can be fixed quickly here in the future, you know, just to make it seamless. So I'm just letting you folks know for expectations that it's probably going to be the long version of cutting people off the system and creating the accounts. And you're also going to, the one thing I love about what AppRiver does when you use them is that they have a spam filter that holds the mail during the cutoff time. So basically you don't have to worry about having any email lost. And if you don't use a system that holds the email 
and let's say you, you stop the account with GoDaddy and you're, you're doing the, the crossover cutover and let's say you have a problem. Well, all that mail is getting bounced during that time and you know people, they panic. So at least with the upper over spam filter system, it holds it and you can let your clients feel relieved that, you know, hey, while we're figuring this out. And the other thing I honestly like is almost every one of my migrations with GoDaddy, there's been some kind of a snag and I love just calling them and dealing with it. And these tech support engineers, the sales engineers, they're really helpful. They're not going to give up and just say, yep, sorry, you have to go call Microsoft. They'll work with you on it. And, um, you know, every, every issue I've ever had though has been different. They're never the same and they're never seamless. So this is why I've decided to not do migration work anymore because honestly, I'm just so tired of the frustrations. I don't really want to deal with it anymore, but I'm still sharing the stories. Um, in fact, the migration I'm doing right now, I'm actually kind of like uh, managing it for the client and my migration team because there's been some hiccups, you know, and I'm like, I really like the, I really like the management part. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> I get to email and not have to do anything and have the stress. So if you need a migration manager, I guess I'm available for that too. All right, you guys. Uh, so anyway, if you do want a uh, referral for the two guys, um, one company, um, charges 150, uh, for mailboxes one to 15 in size. And the other company is 125 for 15 and higher. Um, I've never used the second company yet, but I know that they have a good reputation out there and I do believe that their service is probably good. Um, the first guy I already have done a migration with him and the clients were just completely thrilled and I've known the guy for years and I just know he would do a good job for, for me and the clients anyway. But uh, they're available for help. Um, sometimes it's easier to have a, another company do just the migration. Remember, I'm typically bringing in these clients with a big job first, like a repair or something. Then I say, let's do a migration. And then I keep the clients for aftercare and ongoing help. So these two companies are fine with you still keeping your client. There's, and they actually, both of them are fine if you stay with your CSP and or, you know, do the sales of the Office 365 on your own. You don't have to worry about losing, you know, your your hard work with the commission there. Okay, I had a bunch of notes, and I only looked at them briefly when I got started here. Because I think in my head already, I knew what I was going to talk about. Um, so the first thing before I close the show, I'm not going to do a long show today, is just remember that our clients are being fished and hacked every day. Um, it's getting worse. I'm seeing more emails in my inbox from these scammers and fishers that they're getting really good, you know? So I'm working on right now a blog, um, about office 365 security, and I'm going to put it out to my newsletters and I'll put it in the show notes too, but it's, it's not done. It's a blog in progress. I really just had so many ideas of all the things I helped my clients with that. I was like, screw it. I'm gonna put the blog out there and Actually, I called it Office 365 Security Expert. I got ranked on page one. So I'm hoping that, um, excuse me, if anybody's out there and they are an Office 365 Security Expert and want to help me build the blog and get referral links for your stuff and your work, feel free. Because sometimes I get lucky with these, um, with these keywords, with all the authority I have with the Microsoft Words and Expert. So, but anyway, this is a blog in progress. I'm going to keep adding to it. I'm going to make a video at some point to show my clients that, 
you know, here's what's happening. Here's what to watch for. Here's how to secure your accounts. Uh, never give out your password online, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll put that in the show note too. And then I think I'll add the video to that blog when I have it done too. Um, you know, it's holiday weekend. I've got some time to do that, I think. But anyway, yeah, this, there's going to be some scary stuff going on out there. I've seen some real sneaky uh, phishing emails, and um, I've already had a lot of clients this last few months. And I just don't still get it how people can click on these links, put in the password. But see, I, I, I tell them when they call me, I get it. But where was the disconnect when it asked for the password? And this is where they're like, I wasn't paying attention. And I'm like, you know what? I, I have nightmares every night about this almost. I'm an email expert. I dream of email phishing. I dream of weird stuff. So I get it. It's so easy. But it's almost like, how do you tell the client who you've had for 10 years that they fell for the the Microsoft scam and they got scammed for eight grand? And some guy had them driving around looking for a Target card to send to them. I mean, is this is just insanity. I don't get it. Um, but I think as, you know, as an advocate for the clients, you know, I'm going to try to teach them the best I can. But, you know, in my blog, I don't give away all the tips either. I am for hire. So <laughs> you'll get some tips, but I'm not going to be giving away all the stuff. But this is also good for technicians. So like I said, you know, earlier, I'm not putting this blog out there for, you know, to say that I'm an expert. But when people are searching, they use that term. So works out. And, um, I will have a special technician, like I think one, two, because techs need to learn the inside of office 365 as well. And the clients sometimes don't need to learn that level of it. All right. Uh, let me see. I think that covers it here. You guys, um, I'm excited to have Marvin on next week and we're probably going to recap a lot of these stories and more. Because I haven't talked to Marvin in quite a while. I did see him in Chicago last year. Um, but we didn't have a lot of time to catch up. We were both at the ABA Tech Show. So, all right, gang. That's it for this week. I think I covered all my stuff. The migration cutover, which also, by the way, that could be an endless, you know, topic to talk about. Every technician has their own migration nightmare story. And it's bad. <laughs> and they're always bad. And, uh... Commiserate or not, commiserate or not, it's, it's, um, there's no warnings to tell you what issue you're going to have. All right, gang, this has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. That's it, folks. See you next week with Marvin. Bye-bye.